paperless movement, your productivity, your way. Welcome back to another Productivity Like a Pro podcast episode. I'm so excited to have my friend with me, Paco Cantero, as well. And today we dive into a really interesting topic, second brain versus one brain only. That's actually something that we discuss in the membership a lot. And I think uh, it's very interesting to discuss this in general about. Then let's dive into the discussion about second brain versus one brain and why we bet on the one brain concept. Paco, let's dive in. What is a second brain? Well, the, you can find out many definitions out there, but I think that the, the main concept is that you have like a external brain, digital one that you use to enhance the 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 features or the skills that your physical brain has more or less that's the idea and talking about how we approach this topic is being focused in the wording because i think that words matter a lot because in fact words are the only mean that human beings have to express their ideas what they are thinking and how they see a situation or how they approach it and the moment that you start saying things like second brain for me that means that there's a first brain and a second brain and then obviously the first brain is the brain that comes to mind okay that is your physical brain and then it seems i know that we are going a little bit esoterical or like a philosopher or something like that but the point is that i think that there's where all the problems talking about productivity in a digital environment okay or talking going really to what matter the most to our audience for those busy professionals that are creating their tool stack the moment that you make an approach based on this second brain i think that's the the, the starting point the beginning of all the mess okay because you think with your first brain and then you try to find out a way of creating or building a second brain based on digital tools and that's where everything becomes messy i think at least that's how i see it because the moment that you start prioritizing the things then you are always pushing towards your first brain and you start struggling with your second brain implementation i know that this sounds kind of strange or bizarre but uh, through the this episode we will go sharing different approaches so that we can really understand what we are talking about because i think that the moment that people really understand this concept of how they should approach their digital productivity is when they start really being able to create a productivity system end to end that it's the the ultimate goal we can say about productivity and the thing that we help here at the paperless movement with our membership and all our product and services because i think that what matters the most at the end of this road of this way is being able to build a productivity system end-to-end -end that you can make it work effortlessly and without any friction and yeah. i think that the moment that you focus on our approach talking about this brain thing that we say that we have a brain with two parts and now we will explain the difference between first brain and second brain and just having one brain 
with two different parts. Okay. And that's where yeah. we'll dive in pretty soon. And you mentioned already that we talk about this in the membership, but that you just published an article on our website in the blog, but also on Medium. So if yeah. anyone listening wants to dive deeper into this, there's a very detailed article where you laid out all these both concepts and why we bet on the one brain concept. So yeah, let's, let's dive in. I think that the key, the key difference between these two approaches is how you implement workflows or how you approach your workflows. At the Payless Movement, we have the Automation Like a Pro course, which is part of the i journey. And then there we teach how to set up workflows, how to lay out your business workflows. And our approach to one brain is that you use the same workflows as your brain works. So you always come from this approach, how you think, how you, how you understand things. And this is what we try to implement then into the digital tools instead of treating them separately and try to come up with amazing workflows that has no uh, connection to your brain actually. And that's what you already mentioned in the beginning that this is where the mess begins because you have a disconnection between what you do in a daily work and when you're setting up these workflows in a second brain, then they make all sense while you set them up because it feels so productive seeing this. But when you use it on a daily basis, this is where it, the struggle begins to keep up with the things because you start realizing this friction. And it's really important to point out it's words matters. You said it already. And we could argue now there's a second brain and there's one brain and there's a first brain and there's a second brain. And then you say one brain with two parts. Man, what's the difference? In the end, we have two different things. We have an analog and a digital one. So what is this all about? So what can you say? Well, like, this? Why do we approach this one? Brain? For me, how I ended up with this approach was trying to understand what we are. Okay. And we are systems. And that's very important. The moment that we understand that we are system and we really go deeper into the world of systems, then you understand what this is all about. Okay. Because the moment that you see yourself like a system, that, that's, that doesn't mean that you are a robot or something and that is not important or that you just work on autopilot, that you don't enjoy your life, that everything is planned and you just do what your system is telling you to do. But that's the ultimate purpose, okay? <laughs> I think that a lot of people think that the moment that they create a system to live or to work, they are lacking of freedom. And I totally disagree, okay? I think that in fact, the closer we are to our nature, the better we're gonna live our lives and the way we work, okay? Because we are a system, we are prepared to create routines. If we take a look at the nature, that the animals, the trees, the universe, everything is a system itself, okay? And it's a system that more or less, they are doing things more or less on autopilot. And that's what I refer to when we say that we are system, that's what we are talking about. We have to see ourselves as system. We need to define our ultimate purpose in life and then create a system based on goals and things you want to achieve, things that resonate with, to you, okay, that makes sense for you because the moment that you find that purpose is the moment that you then can start establishing those systems, okay? And the moment that you think your natural brain, okay, the physical part of your brain think that way, it's pretty easy to make the other part of the brain the digital one 
to really make it work in the exact same manner. And that's pretty important because you have the same concepts, you have the same workflows, and then it's just a matter of implementation because the way you think is the way that you're going to interact with the tool that you have selected, okay? Because you have just copy and paste what it's natural to you, what becomes second nature, so that you are not forcing yourself to engage with a tool, to know and think what needs to be done using that tool. It's something that runs smoothly without any problem. And also, you will see that everything runs smoothly because a system is based on routines. That doesn't mean that you're not allowed to do things out of that system or those processes, but at least you have a starting point that makes you handle the unexpected events, no matter if they belong to your life or your work, okay? Your personal life or your work. And it's a way of creating also mental models that are processes, okay? Based on input, you have processes and you deliver an output. I know it sounds strange, okay? And I know that many people are thinking that I'm totally crazy, okay? And <laughs> But that's the, the, the point. That's why I wrote the, the article and shared it in the community because it's just, I think, three, four minutes reading, but gives you the approach to really understand what we are talking about. And based on that is how you can start building your productivity system in a natural manner because at the end, the ultimate purpose is that productivity system end-to-end, -end, but it needs to work effortlessly because if you are suffering friction day by day that's a really painful situation and that's the things that we want to avoid we want to create digital systems that are become second nature for us and that's the most important thing and for that we need to start expressing that in words and that's why the wording of one brain with two different parts it's so important and crucial because the thing is that then you start using that part of the brain for the things that they it works better, okay? So you use the physical brain, part of your brain, sorry, to perform things like creativity, like uh, thinking about ideas, develop ideas and things like that. And the digital part of the brain is dedicated to things that we are not well performing, uh, for instance, storing a huge amount of information, retrieving, creating relationships between a huge amount of information, all those kind of things is that what helps the physical part of your brain to really release or feel released of that prison, okay? Because it's the digital brain that it's really working and improving what you are best at. And yeah. I think that we will discuss this calmly during this episode and little by little by making different approaches or sharing different subtleties is where we will end up with the conclusion of this approach that can be so life-changing. Yeah, I would like to dive into the fact that you just separated the physical from the digital brain. And in the physical, we have these activities like creativity and so on. In the digital, we have like storing Again, people who are uh, using the second brain approach, they would say, man, there's no difference. That's the same what we say as well. But it is all about this mindset that it is connected. And this is when it comes to our iCore framework, where we help our members to lay out their tool stack, all the digital tools they use in the productivity system they use, and then think about how they are connected and how they work together. That's the same thing. 
we have one framework, iCore framework, and this is a map essentially that represents your personal and your business work. And there you lay out these tools. And so many members have then these insights that they see the, all the tools on one map and finally realize how they work together, where there are redundancies, where there are gaps in order to make it seamlessly work together all the tools. And in this framework, there's also our brain in there. We are not laying out the brain, but it is all based on this. It's just something that people don't realize that they do, that they are connecting the different tools so they work seamlessly together. And it's the same that you think about, okay, when I'm in a creative mode, what tools do I use? How do I move on the information then into action? So out of this brainstorming session, I make then a proper project or things like that. This is all already explained in the Paperless Movement and in iCore, but with the one brain approach, this is what gives it the name. So we try to really connect the physical part with the digital part in a way that we think, okay, how do I get my thought into this PKM and how do I retrieve it out of the PKM as it would be one thing? And that's why words really matter to have this visualization in front of you. Yes, because for instance, I will talk about myself. For instance, I've always said that my brain works like an outliner. An outliner is a type of or tool okay, that is based in creating a hierarchy. I won't go deeper. But the point is that my brain thinks whenever I capture an information and I want to develop a little bit, I create and many people tell me, yes, but how do you move? Because that's for the, what do we call the shallow thinking system? But how do you know when to move to your deep thinking system? That it's another tool in our case is Eptabase. And that's because it comes out naturally. I don't need to force the thing and say, no, now it's a moment to change. No, it comes out naturally. And that's the most important thing. And maybe when I see that there on Eptabase, perceive the friction in my brain, then maybe I move to a, a specific digital tool like Miro is, where there I can feel the freedom of the physical part of my brain interacting with the right tool at the same moment and in the right circumstances. The moment that you are able to easily change and move from one tool to another. For instance, whenever an speedy comes to my mind, I know perfectly that I need to store it in Todoist, for instance. A speedy is what we call a, a takes less than 15 minutes to complete it. Okay, that's the exact definition, but maybe you get the point. Those are tasks that you don't need to plan, okay? Because the moment that you start doing them, you will finish them in such a short amount of time. So that's something that we uh, explain in detail in the task management like a pro course, the difference between a task and a speedy. For those who don't know, right. that's where it's coming from. That the moment that you are able to, no matter the information that appears in front of your face, you perfectly know what to do with it because you are convinced and 100% sure because it's your brain, the physical part of your brain that it's driving you towards the digital part of your brain because the concepts, the workflows, they are just 
one system. That's why it's so important not considering that one is the first system and the other is the second system. Because if you start with that starting point, okay, then you're gonna suffer friction because you are forcing the things because your brain is doing one thing the physical part, and then the digital part is totally different. It doesn't run smoothly. And it has to be the moment that you see it as a one and only system is the moment that you force the things to really work that way. And then you say, what does my brain think whenever I receive this information, this impact, something that pops up? You need to think about what you do and how you're going to retrieve that uh, that information or action that at, the mo at that moment pops up. Because <laughs> that's what we call another concept that is the single source of truth. That is the, a place where you know that you will store something and you will retrieve it without any effort at all, pretty quickly, milliseconds, okay? And the moment that you start focusing on creating just one system, that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It, it's referring to your digital part of your brain or your physical part of your brain. It's the moment that you are really going to understand and enhance the way you work, okay? Because it's a perfect combination, no matter if it's digital or physical. Yeah, and another thing that, that needs to be mentioned here is that with iCore, we really go beyond what we saw out there when it comes to these approaches. The second brain approach mainly is based on PKM and storing information and retrieving information. But when it really comes to moving information into action, then the systems that we saw out there struggle. And this is where we really focus on the productivity end-to-end -end as busy professionals. That's the difference. We are not students, uh, knowledge workers, then this is fine. But if you have to get things done, then we had to come up with another solution. And this is where we finally been able with iCore to connect the knowledge world with the project world or the task management world and the action world. And this is also needs to be seamless because the next question would be, okay, if you talk about one brain, how does this work in a team environment? But there you can apply it the same way. It's like the a swarm intelligence that you're building up there. If everybody thinks the same way and understands the different workflows that they are built up, that's why we are using ClickUp in the Payless Movement. And we made the ClickUp like a pro course there where we show our template that is all based on all these workflows that we have in common in our brains when we work together as a team. So it is really intuitive going into ClickUp and know exactly what to work on next and what should be done this week and what should be done next week. And there are no questions. There's nobody coming back and saying, I didn't understand the SOP and I don't know what checkbox I should hit there and so on. It's really a combination of simplicity and these frictionless workflows that you try to build because we always tend, everybody tends to make very complex workflows and try to lay out every single step, but you're never able to cover all situation that comes up during a workday. So therefore, less is more. And then the rest comes from intuition. And you just shouldn't be so strict to yourself and to your team when it comes to all these rules. But the rules that we set there, they're really essential. So they these are the essence that they need to be in place to have a one brain for the team. That's the BKM world, the business knowledge management part of the ICO framework and the BPM world for the action part. Yes, and the yeah. moment that you focus on creating just one system, 
is the moment, for instance, that you say, man, I want to create a system that encourages me to take action. It's what we call an actionable system because whatever the information that you are dealing with, you always try to force to take action on it. What do I do with this? And that's a way of thinking of your, the physical part of your brain should think like that. And also how you implement, how when I move this into the digital part of my brain, how do I encourage to take action on this? How do I create a task out of this? How do I create a project? All those things, because the moment that you start thinking like that, for instance, you create a project. Okay, project should have a start date and end date. Or no, this is what we call a recurring project. It's a work stream. Then how do we do it? What are the steps that we need to follow? It's something that the system is encouraging you to take action on that because since the beginning, we said we need to create an actionable system. No matter if that's a way of thinking using the digital part of my brain or the physical one. And that's the most important thing. And that's where that concept of just one brain, you create the parallelism with just one system. And then it's a system that I split into a part that is physical, okay? There are connections between neurons and a digital part that it's connection between bits. And that's the most important thing because at the end, no matter if you're working with neurons or, or with bits, it's all the same. It's just the crystal clear concepts as the one that we have just mentioned, and then create workflows to put those concepts into action. And based on that, you have just one system that works exactly the same way and it's just that you decide what part of your brain is the best one for the thing that you are doing right now and with that approach i think that synthesizes perfectly that approach to just one brain split it in two different parts yeah you summed it up perfectly if anybody wants to learn more about this you're welcome to read the article on our website or in medium also if you want to learn more about the shallow thinking and deep thinking and you just joined us here for the first time in the podcast i invite you to watch the previous podcast episode where we dive into the shallow versus deep thinking as well and pkm so this is the end of the episode and please follow us if you want to learn more about productivity like a pro and we we'll catch you up next time yeah. Yes, for sure. See you later.